Welcome to Power Yourself, where I talk about the most important topic in the world, you. Welcome back. Uh, Today we're going to talk about all things environment, (laughs) okay? So basically what happened, uh, I think it was last year actually, I watched the movie Planet Humans and it really got me thinking, how can I start doing better? Okay, so that's kind of what today is going to be all about. How can we as individuals start doing better for our environment and what does that actually look like? So basically, we're going to focus solely on the earth today, okay? Whether you believe really in global warming or not, that's not what today is about, okay? I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. It's just more, the podcast today is more about choices, okay? So what choices am I making today? And am I really thinking about the planet we live in and maybe future generations? Or am I just focus on myself as an individual? Okay, we're going to look at concerns. How can we as individuals impact something different maybe? So how can we initiate change? What does that even look like on that individual level? And I just want to be super clear here. I don't have all the answers, okay? Nor do I do anything perfectly, okay? I'm not 100% environmentally friendly, but I thought it was super important to start this conversation, okay? And so hopefully get a few things that you can leave here today and really start to think about. You know, it's not about overhauling your whole life and changing everything. It's about can I do better and what would better look like? So even by bringing all of this into our consciousness, I think we can really start to make small changes, even really small changes in our day-to-day. And those small changes, they might seem small, but like in 20 and 50 and 150 years, how much of that small change is actually going to impact those future generations and maybe even set them up to succeed more and have a better tomorrow. So I thought, hey, that deserves a podcast. So let's really start and focus as we go throughout the topic today, just self-reflect. It's not about me telling you what to do. It never is. It's about you checking in and saying, hmm, what does that look like for me? What would a version of that be for me? Or what do I want to do? So like I said, I'm not here to convince anyone of anything. I just want to look at some basics. So consider how our population has increased, okay? And due to that population increase, we've had to develop because of that. So create more houses, there's more buildings, more jobs, yada, 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 okay? So if you look at that kind of boom or enhancement, then just consider for a second how that impacts nature. So let's look at our forest, our green space, our rainforest, forests, anything, okay? So look at how that has considerably gotten less, okay? Because we're really starting to tear down and try to build up new things, okay? So even looking at our grandparents for a second or our great-grandparents and consider how many more houses or buildings are around, 
Okay, so just look at that. That's your basic level right now. And then on top of that, just consider the garbage. So obviously, because of the increase in population, we have way more garbage than we ever have before, you know, due to increased people, but also our ability to buy anything immediately. Okay, so we t start to create a mindset of throwing things away quicker and buying and replacing it easier. So more garbage and more buildings and more consumption and start to consider how that is impacting our planet. So being more pollution, landfills, how it's taking down the green space, how it's affecting our oceans. Okay, so that's it. That's the only environment piece I'm going to really kind of factually look at, okay? It's just looking at, look at the increase in population, do the increase in population, look at how that's affected garbage and really start it kind of destroying our natural stuff. So taking down trees and creating more development, okay? So that's, I think we can all safely agree <laughs> that that has impacted the environment, okay? So more pollution, more landfills to accommodate all the garbage and how that's slowly leaking into our oceans and force. Okay. So I don't think that's a hard sell. Okay. I think everybody can get on the same page with that one. And so now let's really start to consider more of that mass consumption. Okay. So as I mentioned, look at how quickly we buy stuff and let's be honest. Let's look at how many multiples of things we actually have. You know, here's something, I think it was in, um, it was in one of the, my cleanup books that I read, but it, it talked about how, just count how many spatulas you have. <laughs> you know, like count how many, how many can openers you have. And just look at how we have multiple of things that we never used to before. Okay, so that mass consumerism. And like, side note, that's something, honestly, I have like the biggest beef with ever, uh, not just environmentally, but because I feel that we're really, really influenced society-wise to think that buying things are actually going to make us happy, okay? And that is the saddest misdirection for me, really, you know, the, the words, it pokes my heart kind of comes up here. Because allowing us to really focus on, you know, making money to consume and buy things, you know, and having that pushed on us, instead of really taking the time to encourage stepping back and focus more that internal process, and how do I make changes that are actually going to impact my future and my happiness versus get that immediate gratification. So, yeah huge, huge, obviously, sticking point for me, but I'll try not to go there too much, okay? So when we get caught up, you know, with buying things, we get really distracted from what matters. And what matters and what this whole podcast is about is about the quality, you know, how we think, how we act, how are we present with each other, and how are we actually investing in ourselves and our relationships, which all impacts our future? So instead of getting caught up in, once again, that immediate gratification, that mass consumption, 
what am I doing? Like, what are my actions aligned with? Are they aligned with quality or are they, are they aligned with distraction? You know, and that's kind of a beautiful step we all get to do for ourselves is stepping back and asking ourselves those questions. Are my actions aligned with the life I want to live? Are my actions aligned with who I want to be and what I want to represent? And that's a continuous thing. It's not something we make, you know, a decision one day and it's all done for us. That's that's why we really focus on these podcasts about self-control and just being more conscious ourselves when we make those choices and when we act. But that's not the focus. Okay, It's not the focus today. It's more about today is what mass consumption actually does for the planet. Okay, so when we mass consume, we indicate to the producers of the world, the people who make stuff and build stuff, that they that's what they have to make. They have to make more of what we're purchasing. Okay, so think about that for a second. To keep up the demand of, you know, pleasing us as society of what we buy, then those businesses, they have to make more, right? So a big question becomes, or something to consider, is what happens to the waste of all that stuff, okay? So all the old things that are actually being replaced way easier and quicker, what's happening with that? And how, more importantly, are these new products being made? Okay, so it's not something that's, you know, overly talked about too much or, you know, is it really in your thought process when you go to a store? How was this made? Who is this company? And so it's an opportunity to kind of hold ourselves accountable here. When we purchase, who are we actually supporting right now? And once again, do they align with what we want to represent? And I know that sounds really big and I'm going to go back to, I'm totally not perfect at all. And nobody is really, we're all just trying to do the best we can. We're all human. And so it's just about trying to practice that art of stepping back. And when I buy things, who am I supporting? What do I want to support? And knowing that by you purchasing, you are representing what you want to support, you know? So just making sure my purchases align with kind of that piece of you. So once again, just a great opportunity to step back and ask yourself those questions before maybe purchasing. And we can also look at like the cycle that this creates. So we get caught up in focusing on that new improved thing or a shiny new version instead of working with what we have or maybe fixing something that's not so great anymore. Okay, my personal thought is the happier we actually get on the inside, and that means like investment, quality, internal, you know, doing the hard work, cleaning our minds, focusing on what we think, putting quality in, I feel actually the less stuff we actually need and we actually buy. So the happier we are, in my opinion, really equates to we don't need as much stuff. Okay, because the only way in my perspective, <laughs> that we get happy is to start to actually understand that happiness is such an internal journey. 
you know, and we really got to do that work for ourselves. No thing that we can buy, no person that we can talk to, no event that we can attend will give that to us. We can get tools, but we got to do the work for ourselves. It's such an internal journey. And that really, let's be honest, has absolutely nothing to do with consuming stuff. So what I buy, it's not going to help make that journey easier. And so it's just recognizing that things I buy Yeah, you might get that burst of a high or feel good in a moment, but it's not actually going to impact your happiness. And so it's really starting to consider that. Am I purchasing to feel better? And once again, all about that awareness. Okay. So yeah, that's my soapbox moment for today. Okay. I promise I won't go there too much. Uh, And we all have our own beliefs and I really want to respect that. So what I really want to hone in on today is more the small things that we can start to consider, the small things that we can start to do that actually makes those huge impacts eventually or collectively um, to our environment. A key piece that I really want to kind of try to bring back is to really understand here that us as individuals, we really drive the bus. And sometimes we don't think it, but we really do drive the bus as consumers of what the world produces. So let's focus here, okay? We are the consumer and our businesses want us to buy from them, okay? So all the businesses in the world, they want us to purchase. So if we change what we buy and we get once again more conscious on what we buy, We drive the way for what will actually be consumed and what that looks like. So the more actually environmentally friendly that people can make stuff, if we start buying those things that are, and I'm not just talking about that label that says environmentally friendly. I mean, like, let's be honest, guys. Let's start asking bigger questions. Let's start, you know, really getting becoming critical thinkers and is it actually environmentally friendly? So look up how things are made. There's a whole bunch of new sites. Like, is it ethical? Like, is it sustainable? Is it longer lasting? Or is it a more cheaper version that we're going to have to buy something new in a year? So like really looking at and having that more educated understanding before we start to buy stuff in that knee-jerk reaction. Okay, maybe instead of that newest version, let's look at the company that made it is once again, is that something I want to support? So all of that's about being really more conscious on our products, our purchases, what we buy, and hopefully trying to buy less of things. Okay, probably it sounds funny, but one of the biggest things we can do for the environment is stop that mass consumption. Because with mass consumption, there's obviously going to be way more garbage. And that's just simple fact. And the more we buy, the more garbage there is, period. You know, so really trying to look at, you know, what in my house do I have? Where can I maybe reuse things as opposed to buying something new? And find other ways to really maybe use it, recycle it. Not only once again, does that save money for you? So for your future, it also really helps us save the planet. Okay. And that's as simple as it sounds. 
one less purchase at a time. And I just want to take a quick detour here and have a side note. I want to just address some common thoughts that really pop up kind of when I talk about buying less. Okay, I get people associate buying less with, hey, we're, we create less jobs, which creates less money for our economy. And I really encourage everybody to take a second to step back from that. Okay. Remember, companies want to sell us stuff. That's their goal to sell us stuff. So they want to make money, right? So if our buying changes, what do you think that says to the companies? What do you think is going to happen? Is they'll have to actually adapt and they'll have to change with us if they want to succeed. And I totally agree that's going to mean a lot of changes or it might mean some tweaking to their company motto or goals and looking at how things are made or how animals are raised. But look at that. Look at the power that we as individuals have by that purchase. Okay. And so knowing that what we buy really encourages and tells companies what to make. So individually, it might sound small, but the more individuals can make those right choices or more aware choices, start looking at collectively how that impacts the industry. So collectively, we really control what's actually being made by companies. So if we're angry, if we're mad that things are not being ethical or not made with quality, we got to start taking that individual look at ourselves here and say, okay, well, what am I buying? And does that support, once again, what I want to see more of? And if this isn't your first episode uh, listening, (laughs) you understand that all of my podcasts go back to it's all about the choice. It's all about us as individuals, okay? And we really got to start holding ourselves accountable and being more aware. The choices I make supports what I have as my life and the life I live. So am I making those choices to allow me to have that better life or the version of life that I want to have? And so really looking and focusing on our choices again. So even just consider for a second, you know, walk down to your porch. So walk down to your porch or look in your closet. Okay. How many shoes do you have? Walk up to your bedroom or you're down to your bedroom, wherever it is. How much clothes do you have? And a really great question to ask yourself is, do you need it? And today, or like what I'm saying right now, it's not about shaming, guys. Like I said, and I'll say it many more times, I am not perfect in any way, but I'm really trying to be more conscious and I'm trying to encourage that consciousness with other people. And with that consciousness, we start to really say, how can we do better? And so look at the things around you. And it's about encouraging each other to start getting more conscious. What do I actually need versus what do I want? Okay, stop the reacting and that kind of immediate gratification, that purchasing right away and start asking yourself the bigger questions. Do I need this? (laughs) What value does this purchase offer me? 
And what am I really getting from it? You know, instead of, so the next time you pick up for your phone to buy something off Amazon or you're at the grocery store and you have a knee-jerk reaction to purchase, it's not about not purchasing it. It's just about taking the step back before and saying, okay, why do I want this? What does this serve? And is it aligned with who I want to be and what I want? Okay, so instead of that knee-jerk reaction of, oh, I feel good by purchasing in the moment, it's just getting, once again, more conscious on our actions. And naturally following that kind of purchasing is the waste. So let's look at what we're throwing away. Look at your garbage bag. Okay, I challenge you guys. Look at your garbage bag the next garbage day. And ask yourself the question, can I reduce this? Okay, is there something that I'm throwing away that could be reused in a different way? Could it be maybe donated? Uh, Or could it even be recycled? You know, this is something me and my husband in our house, we started like a year ago. And we just started to really get super conscious on what our garbage looked like. Okay, and how do we lessen that? And really happy to say, because of those conscious choices, we're down to less than a garbage bag every garbage day. And so I'm proud of that. I feel good about that. It's not solving the world, but it's one choice at a time. And so that's my way of being able to be more conscious of myself. So just look at your garbage. Is there stuff in there that could be recycled, could be washed out, could be, you know, reused? And just really kind of, once again, bringing consciousness into what we're choosing to throw away. Now, the great thing about garbage and the thing that kind of really reduced, I would say, our garbage the most is what about compost? Okay, so another amazing thing we can actually do. Small choices, once again, makes big impact. So is there something, and this is, This is something I really remember my parents always doing, okay, because they're huge gardeners. And so they were, you know, decades ahead of me on this. But it's something I really got into last year, okay, besides the city compost. So we've done the city compost since it's been available. So that's also, once again, another great option if you have city compost in your area. Are you using it? Now, if you don't want to do it yourself, I totally get it. It is a little bit of energy and effort for sure. Lots of learning. (laughs) Uh, But if you don't want to do that, maybe look at, is there a compost I can be contributing to a community compost or the city compost? But if you want to do it yourself, it's kind of really cool. And if I ever get, or one of my friends who are really, really, Uh, amazing at this and have lots of great info to offer. I know two of my friends in BC are fantastic. And once again, years ahead of me on this, and it's only recently I've jumped on this train, but I'd love to get them on to really talk about like the benefits and kind of things to know, because there's so much learning once again with compost. So it's about looking at instead of having to buy stuff for our gardens and things and looking at ways to really improve the soil. And now I use my own garbage. (laughs) And let's be clear, I mean food waste. But so me using my compost or me using that waste, that food to invest in my compost 
it's actually giving me quality fertilizer. <laughs> and I'm way more conscious about what I'm actually feeding my plants, my my fruits, my vegetables, you know, which eventually, let's be honest, I'm going to eat that. <laughs> so it's allowing me to get more that visual and more that understanding of what I'm putting into my soil will then be sucked up in my vegetables, which will then be consumed in my body. And so it allows me kind of to see and to be really aware of what I am putting in myself as well. So pretty cool. Like I said, takes a little bit of learning and a little bit of research. And I think like the biggest purchase was the the bin. And it wasn't that much. I think it was like 70 bucks or something like that, which is, you know, it can be a stickler, but hey, I remember my parents using um, barrels, old barrels that they used to use. So many different options that you can use. It doesn't have to be a money thing. Uh, so hopefully I can convince my BC friends to pop on uh, and maybe do a podcast strictly on compost. But just to talk about today, how that actually helps our planet, how that helps our world by me deciding to compost, whether it be city or whether it being my own compost, I am reducing the garbage I put in landfills. And hey, I, I think that's a really, really big thing. And once again, another choice that we can do to really help the future, help our planet. And so speaking about compost and then talking about gardens and what we eat, <laughs> what of what are we buying really? So instead of buying a whole bunch and tossing it away, you know, if you have that option to grow herbs or veggies, whatever, it's kind of twofold because it really brings awareness, first of all, what you're putting into your body, but also how long it takes to grow, how much water it takes as well, how much energy and effort it takes to grow it. And it starts to bring a lot more awareness and attention to what you're throwing out and what you're wasting, okay? So you not only get really more conscious about like, oh, wow, I, I noticed the celery in my fridge is going bad as opposed to just ah, tossing it. What can I do with that? Because, hey, that, that took resources to create. So once again, holding ourselves accountable here, it's not about mass purchasing. It's maybe I don't buy it all right away, you know, or maybe I just buy a portion for the week that I know I'll use as opposed to just mass purchasing and ending up having to throw it out. Okay. So not only when you do your own garden, do you get delicious, better tasting food that no joke will ruin you <laughs> from any mass consumption, like tomatoes, I think is the biggest hit. Uh, once I tasted a homegrown tomato, I don't think it'll ever be the same, <laughs> but it, it's, it's huge. Like just compare it. Like even if you go to a store and buy a, a tomato yourself, like just do it as a test run. Buy a regular tomato and then buy an organic tomato. And then if you're lucky enough to know somebody who grows them, taste one of those. And you like seriously, three different levels there. You know, the the mass consumption one, it's usually tastes a lot like water and doesn't have a lot of flavor. I'm starting to find the organic stuff, it has more flavor. It goes bad quicker. And hey, let's be honest, shouldn't it? <laughs> and so it really, it has more of those flavors. But if you can grow it from home, ugh, just another cherry on the cake for sure. 
And also, not only this, so look at gardening, it can be, or composting, also as a self-care investment as well. So not only is this saving our planet and allowing us to really consider future generations, it also helps us fuel ourselves with more positive self-care. So it feeds our mind with more positivity. We're doing something with our time and our energy that's actually allowing us to feel better. It's more quality. So quality in, once again, the reference, quality out kind of thing. Okay, so all of these were like, they can be little or big things that you do. So once again, let's revisit mass consumption. Am I buying something that I don't need? Uh, then waste, what am I throwing out that I can maybe reuse, reduce, recycle, kind of go back to that language. Also compost, is there an option to compost? Community, city, or even myself if I want to get into that. And hey, gardening, you know, even if it's doing some herbs in your house, or even if you have a little space outside that you want to use. So just considering those options and remembering always what we buy is huge. We really kind of support that culture, whatever it is, we support it by buying it. So really starting to get clear and conscious on what I buy says something. It's almost like a vote. Anytime you buy, you're kind of voting for something. So what am I voting for? Nice check-in. Anyway, I want to really kind of end today and focus on what are some quick wins. So once again, it's not about overhauling your whole life or, you know, really holding yourself to an impossible standard. It's what can I do today that can help? And then maybe that changes over time. Maybe you make bigger choices later on. But some quick wins I just wanted to address. So quick wins that popped up for me is even use recyclable bags, <laughs> okay? So I know in a lot of stores, grocery stores around me in my area, they don't even have garbage or those plastic bags anymore. You can't, you can't even buy them. You have to either buy paper bags, which can be composted or recycled, or you have to bring in your own cloth bags, okay? So there's no longer an option for plastic bags. I don't know what it's like for you, but if those, if those, um, plastic bags are an option, maybe avoiding them. So maybe just bringing your own bags. And even just trying to limit plastic in general, you know, like just think about, is there a way like water when I'm, you know, do I buy water or do I maybe buy my water bottle, which is a little bit bigger of an investment, but I'll then continuously fill that up versus continuously to buy plastics or cans that end up having to be in the garbage. Yes, it might be recycled, but is there a way I can do better? So really trying to limit that plastic use as well. Once again, reusing stuff. So as you're throwing something in out, kind of looking at yourself as you throw it out and say, wait a second, can I do something else with this? Can I, you know, create this to be something else? Or use this to... Um, do something else instead of just throwing it out. Another thing that I think is really cool if you have that garden is catching rainwater for your plants. Okay, so I don't know if you've um, gardened, but you'll start to realize, holy moly, you start to feel bad almost in the amount of water you have to use. And so for me, that was a huge thing that popped up. I really love gardening and I'm I'm not a fan of wasting water either. So I started to or 
we started to look at ways, how do we collect water? You know, so you can get these big bins. You can, like I know last year we just used those big Tupperwares that we had in storage. And so just started catching rainwater to water our gardens. So things like that. Even if you have plants in your house, you know, can I maybe use water that's around as opposed to wasting more? Other little things. Can I turn off the lights or the TV when I'm not using it? So getting more conscious. I know it sounds silly, but hey guys, let's be honest, it's energy. So am I doing my part? I think it's so easy to get caught up in, oh, the oil companies or, you know, everybody outside of us, but we got to start to get very critical with ourselves. So what choices am I making? You know, if I'm going to really complain about environmental stuff, what purchases am I buying? How am I supporting this better way that I want to see more of, you know, and just getting more conscious of it. So can I turn off the lights? Can I turn off stuff that I'm not using? Can I put on a sweater as opposed to turning up the heat? Uh, don't let your water run. Another really big thing. So, you know, sometimes getting cold water, can we use an ice cube instead of just letting it run for a bit? Even when you're washing dishes or when you're doing laundry, is it full? Am I reusing it as much? You know, for the dishwasher, am I doing all the dishes or am I leaving the tap on as I wash? You know, is my laundry full? Can I wait till maybe the end of the week and do everything as opposed to just washing one thing or a few things? Even going to the store. So these, again, are quick wins that we can start to adjust in our daily life. You don't need to do all of them. Pick something that resonates with you and maybe it's one thing. Maybe that's what you do. So just some options. Going to the store. Think about when you're driving. You know, how do I limit my driving? If I'm going to the store, maybe it's once a week I go to the store instead of once a day. So I know this pandemic is really, that's what it has done for us is we used to go to the store more continuously or a whole bunch to pick up ingredients for supper. And now we pre-plan a lot more, you know, pre meal prep was always a big thing, but now we really start to get conscious of, we don't want to go in the store in and out. And so that allows us to not drive as much. So make a list throughout the week, maybe, and then go and pick it up. Really looking at how do I drive less and maybe go for a walk instead. Instead of driving to go for a walk, can I go for a walk somewhere? Just simple things. Can I carpool when it's not a pandemic? <laughs> you know, are there ways for me not to waste gas when I really don't need to? And then I know I mentioned this, so I won't spend too much time, but what products am I buying? So what products am I buying? What objects am I buying? And what food am I buying? And remember what you buy, that's your vote. What are you trying to support? And being really conscious, like with the mass consumption. Do I really need to buy this? What am I hoping it serves? And just getting more conscious. You'll notice always my podcasts uh, really circle back to us as individuals. You know, it always circles back to us. What am I doing? So what choices am I making? And really starting to just promote consciousness and encourage consciousness and take ownership of that. How am I contributing? And what am I doing about it? It's really about taking that individual accountability not focusing on who to blame, you know, what companies are not doing it right or who's doing stuff wrong. 
I get, and we can get really lost in that. And so the power I'm trying to encourage is really starting to take ownerships of ourselves. What am I doing? You know, and by me getting really clear about what I'm doing and holding myself accountable to, you know, what I want to see more of, that promotes and leads the way for change. So always my favorite thing to ask myself even is what am I doing about it? You know, it's really easy to get caught up in other people making choices or not making choices or how a company makes stuff or what they don't make. And how are my actions supporting what I want to see more of? Okay, so it really allows me as an individual to stop focusing on others and to get lost in that blame game and stop focusing on things I can't control and really starting to focus on myself. How do I do better? Which in the end, if I'm making those clear, aware choices, I hope and what I believe is it really supports the collective and it really supports future generations to make better choices as well. I'm going to wrap up today with a quote from uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. So reading another one of his books, like just so much amazingness in that and really resonates with me. But like I said, I'll do another podcast on him for sure. But something that I came across that I just found so beautifully said that really resonated with me as I prepped for this podcast. And a piece in this book said, the beautiful flower does not become empty when it fades and when it dies. It is already empty in its essence. Looking deeply, when we see that flower, it's made of non-flower elements, light, space, clouds, earth, and consciousness. It is empty of a separate, independent self. In the Diamond Sutra, we are all taught that a human being is not independent of other species. So, to protect humans, we have to protect the non-human species. If we pollute the water and the air, the vegetables and minerals, we destroy ourselves. We have to learn to see ourselves in things that we thought were actually outside of ourselves in order to dissolve those false boundaries. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> thought it was totally relevant uh, to bring in because it's really just starting to look at everything as an extension of ourselves. So how am I supporting the environment? How is my choice today supporting future generations tomorrow? So lots covered today, and I really hope it didn't come across as too preachy. So like I said, I, I really just kind of wanted to have or hold space to really bring that attention to the quick purchases. Are we distracting ourselves from the bigger investment that there actually is, and that's within ourselves, that internal process. So it's just really to support that consciousness. What are we buying? What are we throwing out? What are we doing? What are our choices? And asking ourselves, hey, where can I do better? Where can I do better as an individual? Making those little tiny changes 
as I said, it doesn't have to be everything, you know, it doesn't have to be changing your whole life. It's just those small little things that we can really be doing and starting there. So all these things can really help future generations and allow us to step away from that immediate gratification and really start questioning ourselves. How am I investing in myself and how am I investing in tomorrow for future generations? As always, guys, if you find something that works, you know, share it. <laughs> so if you, you found something, if it works for you, share it out loud. If it's a podcast, if it's my show, if it's another show, if it's a book, if it's an article, if it's something that works for you, share it, okay? Allow information to get out there so that we can truly support each other collectively to just be happier and make better life choices. So leave a review, reach out. I'm always available. I always, always, always message people back. And I love to hear different perspectives and different ideas. So don't forget how you bring attention to things. As I said, it really helps get that information out there. So the more people we can start investing in themselves or encouraging them to invest in themselves and make better choices, it encourages all of us to really live that happier life. So if anything you could take from today, remember the, the quality in means more quality out. Okay, my choices really matter. I might be one, but I support the bigger picture. I support the more collective. Much love to every single one of you. I know it's not easy out there on the day to day. So much love and respect and continue showing up for yourself. And always take that time to power yourself. Mm -hmm.